0: Welcome to the Rise With Him podcast, where we discuss how we can receive inspiration through spiritual experiences. I'm Cameron. And I'm Ashley. And we are your podcast hosts.
1: Let's get to it. Welcome back everyone to the Rise with Him podcast. Today we have Gabby AC, which is like she's a longtime best friend of I want to say Cameron, really of mine. I'm taking full credit. But That's fair, Cameron also That's her. Really but great.
0: I do know Gabby, and Gabby is one of my friends. So yes.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> We're so happy to have you on the podcast. We've missed you. I am happy to be here. Awesome. Gabby, tell us. It's been a while since we've seen you, and also most of our listeners probably don't know you. So give us a rundown. Give us who you are, what you up to.
2: Okay, um, I'm Gabby Acey. I'm from Tooele, Utah. Um, I am currently up in Rexburg studying... Um, at BYUi. Um, I'm studying interdisciplinary studies, which no one knows any idea what the heck that is. Wanna <laughs> give us an explanation yeah, so we can see what um, we do know? Yeah, it's pretty much just I get to make my own bachelor's degree, and so like my focus is currently on home design and marriage and family studies. They don't correlate, but I'm going to of make course. them together, but. Yeah, um, I served That's my awesome. mission in Washington and been home for 18 months now. It's crazy. <laughs> that is insane.
1: That is crazy. You've been
2: home long, as long as you were out. Yeah, yeah, no, it's out.
0: How does that make you feel?
2: Honestly, it makes me feel very sad. I I miss my mission and <laughs> like, if I could go back, I totally would, but. That's fair
1: like the mission just becomes a celestial ground for you true and even if you don't serve a mission i feel like the reason why missions do become like such a like sacred place and celestial ground and everyone is like always hyping their missions up and everything is because that's where you grow so much towards christ like that's where you grow your relationship with him and i don't know for me personally that's where my testimony grew the most like i saw the most exponential growth in that time and so i'm like Wow, when I think of my mission, or like Pennsylvania, for example, I think of Jesus. And who doesn't like thinking of Jesus?
0: (laughs) True facts.
1: That's awesome. Well, Gabby, we're so excited to have you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, Gabby, thank you so much for joining. We are also excited for the talk that you selected, Sister Freeman's talk. Every time I listen to this talk, which I feel like I've listened to the beginning of it more than the actual talk, because I don't know why. Um, but every time she starts the talk talking about the Jesus trail, and maybe it's just along with what we've been talking about. Like just every time I think about Jesus, I get so happy. And so every time I've heard the beginning of this talk and then even the entire talk, um, it just makes me so happy. So we're glad, we're glad that you chose it. Thank you, Gabby, for choosing this talk to, to have us discuss today. And we'd love to hear some of your thoughts. What stood out to you from Sister Freeman's talk?
2: Um, yeah, I think... For the most part, I think like the main idea of her talk was pretty much to just tell us that like, it doesn't matter where we are with like, the church, it doesn't matter like how far into it we are, how shallow in the gospel we are, but we can walk the path that Jesus Christ did, but we don't have to walk it alone, and that Jesus Christ is going to walk it with us. And I think that's like, the coolest thing ever, because who doesn't love having jesus christ as a walking companion like you don't have to walk by yourself like you have a friend with you and it's so good to like i don't know just to know that you're not alone i love that thought it makes me think of like
1: what you were saying and also with this talk like that beginning where she talks about how you you're not alone like christ is with you um do you know the poem what is it the footsteps in the sand yeah poem? Where I literally just love that poem so much, and I remember like the first time ever feeling like Christ was there next to me was when I was reading that poem. And then I like looked back in hindsight and saw, oh my gosh, like Christ was carrying me during all these times, and I was just too proud and like prideful to even admit that it wasn't Christ walking, that it wasn't Christ walking, that I was walking by myself. So Gabby, have you, do you have any experiences come to mind where you have personally been able to witness Christ walking with you or him helping you
2: during a time in your life? Um, okay. I'm going to go with like the basic answer here, but I have to say my mission, I think 75% of my mission, I'm pretty sure Jesus was carrying me through my mission because missions are tough and like. I don't think I could have ever done that without Jesus Christ carrying me. Like I studied the atonement for my first 12 weeks on my mission. Like that's all I studied. I didn't study anything else. I studied the atonement, like every single conference talk, every single scripture that even mentioned the atonement. That's what I would study because I wanted to know more of who Jesus Christ was and like how I could like use him in my life. And I think Letting him carry me, letting him carry my burdens, letting him carry all of the hardships that I had to go through, I think that that definitely grew my relationship with him.
0: Amen. I love that you mentioned that, like experiences connected with the relationship. Because, I mean, that's exactly what Sister Freeman goes into a ton <laughs> as well. Um, but I love just... Gabby, when you shared that, just seeing how personal it is to you and how much that means to you, like we can tell, we can tell just by your testimony and sharing those things that this is a real experience. This is something that you were able to learn more about in terms of your relationship with Jesus Christ and how that's been able to strengthen you. And from those experiences that you had um, on your mission, how has that relationship with Jesus Christ carried into everything you've done since coming back from your mission experience?
2: um yeah no i coming back home for my mission was probably the hardest thing that i've ever had to do in my life like i thought leaving my family was pretty hard but coming back to be with my family again was so hard like because you're surrounded by the spirit 100 percent of the time on your mission if you do what's right but like you're always surrounded by that love and like that constant companionship. And like, we can have that when we come home. But I think like my fear of coming home kind of just, I don't know, it was so scary coming home, but and taking off that name tag and not having the name of Jesus Christ on my on my heart anymore. Um, but I think being able to transition from coming home from the mission to being just some ordinary human being, living my life, just how I know how, uh, it it's hard but if you keep the teachings of the gospel close to you then it makes it so much easier and it's so much easier to transition from like being on the spiritual high to just kind of just like I don't know it's like a wave afterwards like you know you have like the spirit and it's like super great and then like things happen and it kind of just goes and it just it's up and down up and down and I don't know i think especially coming to school um i've definitely had to let jesus christ carry me up here because it is so it's so tough and like i love i love studying it's great but it's so hard but having jesus christ with me through every single part of it it's it's a huge blessing i
1: love i love that so much especially because how you mentioned like How you struggled a lot on your mission, not with different things, but it was just hard. And like missions are, like everyone has their own struggles on their mission, and it's just hard, but how 75% of the time, like Christ was carrying you, and you being able to recognize that, but also, so I love how you are willing and vulnerable to like accept that missions are hard, because a lot (laughs) of people, like you get home from your mission, and you're on that spiritual high, and so people always hype it up, and then you get on your mission, and you're like, wait, why didn't no one tell me that? it would be hard, why? and they do, but no one tells you, like, it's going to be hard, more than you think it's going to be what you're prepared for, there's nothing that you can do to prepare for that, and then you mention how even coming home, you face that same fear of coming home, and what am I going to do, feeling like maybe you would lose a bit of Christ, and I feel like that's so relatable, because feeling broken on your mission, feeling fear, going out and coming home, is emotions that every every single person on the earth feels constantly. And I love how in this talk, Sister Freeman mentions how she was broken, whether we were broken physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually even, that just like you said, Gabby, like Christ is here to walk with us and carry us, and he doesn't care if we're broken. Like actually, Christ would prefer that we come broken with broken hearts and contrite spirits, just like the scripture says, so that he can heal us through the atonement. And um, I just love in this in this talk where Sister Freeman says that um, she loved her, she loved her guide in this sense. She says, I love her for that, for believing I could walk the trail broken. And I think that's just a perfect resemb- resemblance of Christ. He loves us and he loves us walking
0: broken. Absolutely. I completely agree. I love um, these truths that have been highlighted. And just building right off of that, there's something Sister Freeman shares at the beginning of her talk where she mentions um, some of these like truths from the Lord or invitations or promises, um, whatever the right word would be, but where the Lord says, I am with you. I will keep you safe. I will bring you home again. I will not leave you. I will keep my promise to you. And just having those promises, having those truths from God in our lives, can be some of the most comforting and strengthening things that we have. And to see, just like the conversation we've been having, um, all of those ups and those downs that are in life, especially on the mission as we experience that, and in life as we experience that with whatever it might be, being able to remember and recognize that we have a savior who walks by us and who helps us is one of the greatest truths of all time, knowing that God loves us so much that he really did send his son so that we can have Christ with us, we can follow Christ, and we can have that that relationship with Him, where we know that He's with us, He'll help us, He'll bring us home again, and each and every day we can we can have that reminder.
1: Debbie, yeah, I love one of the other things you mentioned was the roller coaster. It's up and down all the time. And I feel that sometimes too. Not sometimes. I feel that all the time. Sometimes I feel like I'm in the roller coaster and I'm not even buckled. And I'm just like out of the roller coaster and falling off sometimes. (laughs) And I don't know what's going on. Um, But I love how you relate that to your discipleship in a way. Like you have hard times and you have really good spiritual highs. But Christ is with you all the time. Um, But you also mentioned, like, I'm going back to that fear. Like it is scary when you know it's going to be hard and you still have to face it. So, I want to know, like, what helps you to face your doubts and your fear with faith?
2: Oh, um, I, that's, that's a really good question. Sorry, I'm, like, taking You're in. though good. Like, so good. Um, I think blocking out the fear with faith, it's, it's a hard thing to do, like, there are times in my life where my faith has just been like hanging on by a tiny, tiny thread. Like it's, it's, it's about to fall off, but it's, it's hanging on. Um, and I think cause you can't have fear with faith. You have to have faith over fear if you want to get anywhere in life. Um, it's, I think a lot of the faith you just, you just really have to hope that, like, things will get better. But not only hope, you have to, uh, like, put it into action. Like, I hope that, like, my future is going to be great. But, like, it's not going to get great if I don't do something about it. And that's where, like, prayer can come in. Like, praying for faith is literally, like, I do that on the daily because I think my faith is just... I don't know. I'm scared of losing my faith. So I'm just like, always praying like, please, please just like, let me just be hopeful about this. And like, you can pray for faith in literally any situation. Like it's, it's amazing how fast God works when you ask for something that he literally has like reached out to you in that moment. Like he, like his faith is literally, it's like right here. Like he's, he's reaching it out to me. I just have to like, go ahead and grab it because it's there. Um, And like kind of going back to like, we can walk this path broken. Like I'm, I get called a broken person all the time. Like physically, physically broken all the time. I'm like mentally, I feel like I'm like, it's like snapped in half a little bit. But um, I think knowing that I can be broken, and I don't have to be perfect is where my faith comes in. I think knowing those things helps me be able to have the faith in Jesus Christ and the faith in our Heavenly Father, because I know that they will make up the difference that I won't be able to make up. And a lot of the time that comes through the people around us. And we really have to like, look for these instruments that god's like using and it's like 90 percent of the time the people that we are surrounded by um like personal story here um like i came back up to school i had just had knee surgery um i came back up to school i was on crutches and it has been snowing and it's like so slippery outside and we all know that that's probably not the best with crutches but like It's great, but like God, he placed people in my path, people that I didn't even know. Like he placed them in my path to help me. And like that just restores so much of my faith. Like I can have faith in these people that I don't even know. Like I don't even have to know their name. Like, but like I can have faith in them because God, like I know that God placed them in my life for a reason and like I get to use them. And it's like practically using God and Jesus Christ um, and it's so, I don't know. It's really cool to just see that kind of like play out in my mind. Like, oh, these people are literally like, people are doing what Jesus Christ would do because God prompted them to do this. And anyways, that's my whole spill of faith. It started out in faith and it ended in, I don't know what. <laughs> it's great. I it's think great. that was perfect. Yeah, That was
0: perfect. <laughs> I, I love Gabby that you recognize. Like those, maybe we could say tender mercies, or those moments in your life when God has placed people there to help you or has given you opportunities. Like you said, like with the faith being right there and all we have to do is, is grab it, is, is accept what God is giving us. As you were sharing all that, it was just a reminder that I needed today, where it's recognizing that God is giving me opportunities to exercise faith. I love that you mentioned prayer, to pray to pray to have help with, with my faith. Um, and then the reminder of recognize when God puts people in my path to help me along the way. So I love that you mentioned those things. I love that you recognize those things, Gabby, because we can definitely see just how important it is. I mean, Sister Freeman talks about how, and it's again how she starts her talk, but explaining the Jesus trail and how she was gonna go, or did go, but as she was preparing to go, she ended up um, hurting, what did she end up? She
1: broke her foot.
0: Broke her foot. So she broke her foot and she had to have that hope to be able to literally go on the Jesus trail on this trip and to see those places. And just to see right there that God really does give us opportunities to be helped. Of course, the the guide that we have, as she highlights, is Christ, where we have Christ with us and then we have the support of others that God sends every day to help us. So thank you again. I I mean, I just kind of reiterated everything you said, Gabby, but I just add my testimony to that. And thank you for the reminder of that.
1: I'm, I'm going to correct myself. It was her ankle. Sorry, it was her ankle, not her. Anatomically, foot. Anatomically, ankle and foot is different.
0: Ashley is getting us off track. I feel like I was would getting a last backlash with kidding. it.
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Kidding. Um, I, as you were sharing your story about um, having fear over faith. And how that led you into trusting, because that's what faith is, is trusting in God, but trusting in who he puts in your path. And so I think that was perfectly said. And it reminded me of the story of Enoch, which like perfectly Sister Freeman mentions in her talk. And she mentions that we are like Enoch, he was, he felt so broken. He felt like he couldn't be a servant in God's hands because he was blinded by what made him broken. And I think it's so easy for us to see our insecurities and see what we think are like we are broken, what is broken in ourselves and to not be able to get past that. And I love how she said that when like she explains in in communication between Enoch and the Lord, um, she said, he was blinded by what was broken to him, being Enoch, and the Lord's answer to what hindered him was simple and immediate. Walk with me. Like Enoch, we must remember that the one who is bruised and broken for us will allow mortality to do its work in us. But he doesn't ask us to face those challenges alone. No matter the heaviness of our story or the current course of our path, he will invite us to walk with him. And I love how that can look so different in so many ways. And just how really when it comes back to it, like, yes, this is whatever path, like for us, like the covenant path, it's gonna be hard. There's, like she said, there's going to be boulders, like she saw boulders, but then she also saw amazing sights in Galilee. And I think that's exactly like how all of our paths are gonna be. We're gonna see some really hard things that are really rough and just like a boulder in our way, but also we're going to be able to see the beauty of Christ walking with us, and remembering that Christ is with us, and he invites us to just, to just walk with me, and that's his invitation. So Gabby, I want to ask you, like, how do you walk with Christ? What ways do you make sure that you're prioritizing him in your life?
2: Um, I think a huge one is just going to church every single week. Like, you don't you don't think that going to church weekly is, like, it's going to help you as much as it actually does. But, like, I think that's, like, my main thing that helps me walk with Christ. It, like, rejuvenates me for the rest of the week. Like, I went, I learned about Christ, I felt the Spirit, and I felt Christ with me that— it kind of sets up the rest of the week to be able to walk with him, and it continues to remind you of the importance of the teachings of the gospel. And I think when you when you keep the gospel close to you, then that's when Jesus Christ is walking with you. Um, and I think like reading the scriptures, that one's also a huge one. Like I struggle with that sometimes. Like. I struggle to read the scriptures every day. I think I kind of lost that habit when I got home from my mission, but um when I do read the scriptures, it's like being able to read more about who Jesus Christ was as a person, it like helps me to know like, what I need to do in my life to be able to keep him around. Um like there's like it's like the primary song. I'm trying to be like Jesus. Like If we try to be like Jesus, then Jesus will be able to walk with us and he'll be able to carry us because he knows that we're trying and he knows that we're doing the best that we can in that moment. And so he's not going to abandon us when he knows that we want him with us.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing that, Gabby. Um, As you mentioned, like going to church, reading the scriptures, and we talked about prayer already too. I know a lot of times, like we'll call those the primary answers or, you know, something along those lines. But I remember hearing once where it was just the idea, it's, we call them the primary answers, not because they're basic, but because they're essential. Like they're the primary, they're the essential principles that help us to, to try to be like Jesus, like you mentioned with that. So thank you so much for sharing that. Just building off of that too, I love just how many times we learn in this talk about, I mean, it's, it's about covenant relationships. And so of course we learn about covenants and we learn about the importance of that. And again, as you were sharing that, Gabby, I was thinking about what President Nelson um, mentions a lot about the covenant path and how we have the opportunity to, to learn about to enter onto the covenant path and then to progress, to continue on the covenant path. And with that, we learn about our covenants. We learn about the temple and how that helps us and strengthens us on this covenant path. And along with that is everything we've talked about, being able to go to church and being able to be in the scriptures and in prayer to strengthen us on the covenant path. And so just with that, Gabby, how have covenants blessed you and helped you and strengthened you in your life?
2: I, I love covenants. I was just talking about this with my roommate earlier during, during like, Come Follow Me. Um, it, was, it talked about, like, how covenants are, like, our armor and, like, everything. And, like, we get baptized, and that's, like, one piece of armor that we get added to us we get the gift of the Holy Ghost and then we get like this second piece of armor. And it's like, Oh my, this is, this is great. And then all of a sudden you go and you go get endowed and it's like another piece of armor, but this time it's like more powerful because it's like a bigger promise that we have with God and a way I described it when I got endowed for the first, like when I personally got endowed, like it felt like Christmas, each, each new step was just, another christmas gift and it's like i was like wow this is so great like god's giving me all these gifts and like i get to have them for the rest of my life like i don't have to worry about them like i don't know breaking or um just becoming something that like like a toy like kids like you know you have it for a little bit and then all of a sudden you get bored of it but instead like this these gifts from god like it's so powerful. And like, it's cool to know that like, I have a little bit of power with me to continue to stay on the path that God has made. And like, I'm not married, so I haven't like made that last covenant with him yet. Um, But like I've gone and done ceilings in the temple just to, for the people that are deceased. And like that also just comes with a lot of power and, like, it makes me look forward to my my own time when I get to take that last piece of armor and I get to put it on. And this time it's with me for time and all eternity. And we've got, like, we've got a army that we're going to make because we've got our spouse and then we're going to have kids. And then, like, the covenant is we have our own personal covenants, but then we also have, like, a family covenant. And I think, like, the ceiling is that family covenant, like, that's what's going to take us to the celestial kingdom and like the power that we get from covenants is just so like surreal. Like I just love the thought that like I get some of God's power. Everyone else can have God's power if they follow Jesus Christ and they follow his teachings and it sets us up for that path to be able to reconnect with Christ and with God. But, I just, yeah, it's covenants are powerful and they're definitely something that we shouldn't take for granted because they're just so great. I love that. Agreed. That
1: was awesome. Um, <clears throat> I love how tying in with that, with sister, what Sister Freeman said, um, towards the end she said, we must remember it's not the course alone that will exalt us, it's the companion, our savior. And when I think of all that, I'm like, it's true because you talk about like getting to the celestial kingdom, like all the covenants that lead us there, like we are not gonna be able to be exalted or to rise above this mortal world by ourselves. We need Christ. And walking the covenant path to be able to get there, like we said, has been hard, but it's possible when we focus on our savior, when he's able to do it with us. And so in closing and wrapping up, Gabby, what would you say or what advice would you give to those who might be struggling to stay on the covenant path or struggling to recognize that Christ is with them?
2: Um something that I would say is they're definitely not alone. Um I've struggled being on the path of the gospel and I've I've hit the lowest of lows and have seen what it can do to you and it's not it's not a great feeling to be able to know that like the things that are happening in my life that are keeping me from the gospel, like it it doesn't feel good, like but when you do fall and we will fall, there's like no like not an if like we will we will have times where we fall down and Jesus Christ, he's gonna be there to pick us up and he's gonna be there to like I don't know clean up our up our like skin knees or like our hurt elbows whatever you hurt when you fall down um, even like spiritually he will be able to lift us up and I like to think of it as like we we're digging these holes in life and every time we do something that takes us further and further from the gospel the holes just getting deeper and deeper but something that I love and something that I've always have like, I think of this like on the daily, but Jesus Christ descended below all things. Like, no matter how deep our hole is going to get, Jesus Christ is still below us because he has gone even lower. But because he's gone so low, he is there to lift us up because he understands what we go through and he understands all these struggles that, um, happen to come into our lives. So he, he can have that empathy with us. And like, I love the word sucker. Like he is there to sucker us. And like, if you look at footnotes for sucker, it just talks about like running to the aid of, and so he, he runs to our aid to be able to help lift us up. Like, we're not gonna be abandoned just because we made some time mistake, and just because like we can't feel His love in the moment doesn't mean that it's not there, because um, He's He's always there. And I think that's a moment where He's carrying us is when we don't feel feel His love at times. That's that's when He's picking us up and He is taking us on this journey without us even knowing it. And then all of a sudden, like things happen and things will lead to us being able to feel his love because he has made it possible to feel that love
0: amen absolutely i i love i think president ballard uh, mentioned this as well we probably even talked about it in the previous episode but where he mentioned christ is our best friend and just like a best friend would in that relationship we have to to be there for us christ being our best friend our perfect friend our constant friend is like you mentioned as well gabby as we allow him to be He will be there for us, and he will be all of that that you mentioned to help us and to strengthen us. Um, So I love that. Thank you for sharing.
1: Yes, and thank you for joining, Gabby. I am just (laughs) my heart is so full to hear your testimony and to be able to see you again. And so we appreciate you taking the time to record with us and sharing your testimony in such an amazing and profound way.
2: Yeah, of course. Thank you guys so much for having me on here. Of course.
0: Absolutely. You're the best. Thanks for joining us on the Rise With Him podcast. We want to invite you to follow through with the invitations from conference and from the Spirit. We testify that Christ lives. He is our Savior and Redeemer. He has again called prophets and apostles to lead and guide today.
1: In closing, Elder Bednar states, As you appropriately seek for and apply unto the Spirit of Revelation, I promise you will walk in the light of the Lord. Sometimes the spirit of revelation will operate immediately and intensely, other times subtly and gradually, and often so delicately you may not even consciously recognize it. But regardless of the pattern whereby this blessing is received, the light it provides will illuminate and enlarge your soul, enlighten your understanding, and direct and protect you and your family.